Welcome, everybody. It's, uh, this is the Thursday edition of the Rob Scott Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I do appreciate it. Um, <laughs> had a, kind of a funny um, occurrence. Something funny happened today on, on, on the way home from work, actually. Um, it was a good day. I only had a, about 85, 85 stops, and I got done kind of quick today. Everything kind of came off the truck good, and every all the numbers were good. And uh, in fact, I didn't come back with any boxes at all. I just had a couple of pickups, which was great. So I, I got back to the hub, parked my truck, and then I was driving home. And um, I was trying to get on the freeway, right? And uh, in Utah, many of the um, on ramps, you've probably seen these in other states. Uh, they have the three lanes and they have the, the, the lights that go off and they just go off like three, one, you know, one, two, three. And it's made its purposes to keep the flow of traffic going onto the freeway at a minimum, right? So I, uh, there's quite a few cars that were ahead of me. So I got in the middle lane and, um, and that and, and the left lane and my lane was moving fairly good, and the other one was just kind of like sitting there. Anyway, so I'm kind of, my my lane's moving. The left the left uh, lane is moving pretty good, pretty good. And I'm watching as I'm going by, and I'm like these people are like you could just tell they're getting kind of frustrated, and uh, and they weren't moving right. And you know, and as I get closer to the to, to my turn to go. I was just noticing that people were increasingly getting more and more pissed off because they were just kind of like sitting there. When I get up to to mine, you know, my my turn and the and the guy next to me in the left lane, it's and the light turns green on him, and then just a few seconds after that, uh, mine turns green, and then I'm I'm watching to see what happens to the right, the far right lane, right, and it and, it, and then it just goes back to the to the to, to the left lane again, and it skips them. I guess it skipped it like six or seven times. <laughs> this poor person over here, like was this little white, I don't know what it was, like a little Fiat or something, but he was just sitting there, like. I don't. I don't understand it. Like, why would you sit there for like six rounds of your, you know, waiting to, to go, and and then you just say screw it and go? I mean, that, I've I've done that before where the lights aren't working right. <laughs> this guy's just sitting there, and I can just imagine all the people behind him like they're just probably beating on their steering wheel. <laughs> And he was just sitting there, you know, and he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't moving. I, 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 and then I took off, and I just kept watching in my rearview mirror to see if, if if he would take off. And he was just sitting there and just sitting there. And I felt bad for the people behind him. And uh, I, I, I hope at some point where he just said, you know, screw it and go. But man, were they man with some of the drivers behind him getting really getting irritated with the dude. Anyway, I didn't notice, but I, I'm pretty sure the guy was wearing a mask, so that'll kind of tell you what's uh, you know what's up with that. You know, just afraid to to ooh, I'm going to break the law by you know going when it's red. You know, there's no cops around, there's no nothing, there's no cameras watching you. You know, and and, and it's not working right. So you know, hey. But I thought it was kind of funny. I was just like laughing my head off the whole time. I was, I was driving home. I go, man, some people are just so naive, and they'll just they'll just sit there and just and just take it, you know. And it just it just I on the way home, I'm just sitting, just sitting there thinking, isn't that the way we have been over the last couple of years? We just we just take it. We've over the last two years with COVID and all the stuff, we've just listened to these these people, and you know. Like the first couple of weeks, are, you know, we'll, we'll keep people at home. 
um, you know, keep everybody safe for a couple of weeks and let it pass and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, two weeks turned into, you know, a month and then three months, six months. And then all, all of a sudden we're six, two years into it. And now we have all these problems with kids and suicide rates rising and, and, uh, job rates and people wanting to work and not wanting to work. And I, and I just, it just reminded me that like how naive are we just to sit and just let this stuff happen to us and not ask questions or say, yeah, this isn't right and move on with life, you know, and move on, you know, and, and we just never did that. Um, and, I, and I know it was difficult because you had so many uh, uh, adverse, uh, you know, situations that were kind of keeping you from doing that and getting the correct information. But, you know, I mean, the whole time for two years, it was like, what what does what does your common sense say? I mean, this guy was sitting waiting on the light. What does your common sense say? The common sense says this light's screwed up. I'm gonna go ahead and go, and um, that's that's what I'm gonna do. And he didn't. He just sat there, you know. And I, that's the way I kind of approached this whole this whole the uh, you know COVID uh, and the whole vaccine thing. I just I. I I looked at my. I just paid attention to my common sense and said, "Okay, this isn't this isn't right. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not going to uh, allow this to affect my life and dictate to me what I'm going to do and how I'm going to live my life." And I and I really didn't. Uh, um, you know, I didn't have anybody uh, close to me that passed away, fortunately, and I feel sorry for those who who had, uh, you know, loved ones, friends, and things like that. I, I know that's serious and things. I don't take that for granted, of course, but um, at the same time, I'm an older I'm an older person. I'm in my 60s, and you know, I, I had to do some real good thinking about uh, whether I wanted to get the vaccine or not, and. Um, I decided because of some other health issues that I had earlier that I just didn't want to take the, the risk of uh, doing the vaccine. Um, I always looked at COVID as I'm a healthy person. I'm taking care of myself. I'm getting plenty of exercise. And um, I, I think I, I, I think I actually got COVID uh, and once. It put me down for you know a couple, two or three days. And it was just like a, a really severe cold. And a little bit of a flu. I didn't really ache or anything. Didn't lose my taste. Didn't have any, to my knowledge, any side effects. I am kind of loony, but you know. <laughs> anyway, but um, I didn't have any side effects. But I, I really do believe that I had the the later versions of of, of the virus. Um, <clears throat> but I've been lucky. Um, and I, now that I look back and I see all all of what's going on with the vaccines and things like that, I'm very happy that I. That I didn't. I'm not anti-vax at, at all. I mean, I was vaxxed as a child. I vaxxed all my children before they went to school. I'm not that at all. It has nothing to do with that. It. Uh, I was just concerned, um, you know, because I had some. I had a, a situation when I was about seven or eight years ago where I had a stroke. I just didn't want to have anything to do. Um, with a vaccine that would give me any percentage, I don't care what the percentage was, uh, the opportunity for another stroke to take place. And and so I decided not to take it. And, and, and you're taking a risk, of course, I know that. And it seems like it's worked out. And I've always kind of approached the whole uh, vaccine and this, this uh, COVID uh, pandemic um, with a kind of a common sense kind of um, approach. 
And um, and I'm glad I did because I didn't get wrapped up in everything. I didn't get wrapped up in masks. I from the very beginning, I you know we were wearing uh, bandanas and all kinds of different stuff when we go into store. As soon as we get out of the store, we'd take the bandana off. Come to find out, none of that was none of that was really helpful. Right? Um, masks uh, really didn't do anything to stop the spread of it. And then we find out that the vaccine wasn't. Um, you know, now it's factual that that the vaccines didn't stop the transmission, but it does um, it does prevent more serious um, complications from the virus, but it doesn't stop the spread, which we are told that it did. And then all of a sudden, we were having to get one booster, two boosters, three boosters, and you know how many more boosters? I think you're going to be getting boosters for the rest of your life for those who have. Um, and you know, to this day, I'm. I'm pretty happy that I that I didn't. Um, um, I you know I I I, uh, I go to the doctor a couple uh, couple times a year and I, I have high blood pressure, so I've been taking some high blood pressure medicine, and um, it wasn't coming down the way the doctor wanted to do. So he gave me a prescription for another drug, and he says, "Well, you gotta come, you gotta have to come back in here for <laughs> another month." And we'll test you to make sure your liver isn't being damaged by this. And I, and I, I took it for a month, and I decided, you know, there's got to be like a natural remedy or something like that. So I did some research and found some things that, that I'm trying now. And I just, you know, I just found it <laughs> very hard. I didn't, I'm older, and I just, you know, I just don't want to take a chance of having some kind of pharm- pharmaceutical uh, damage in my liver, you know. I'm, I'm 60, 64 years old. Like, why would I take something that damages my liver when I can take something natural? And hopefully it works. Uh, I'm in the midst of doing that, um, and we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that, that, that it keeps it under control. And with my exercise that I get from my work, I'm constantly busy at work. I'm actually running and getting it out of my truck, lifting all day long for 10 hours. And um, so I'm getting enough exercise, getting enough sleep. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, trying to eat. I could eat better, but I'm trying to eat good. And... Um, but it just it just made me think watching the just watching that whole thing take place on the way home from work. I go, man, this is exactly the way that uh, America and it's and it's uh, and then the way that we've been for like the last two years, just accepting everything and just sitting here and letting things happen to us. And I just it's just to me it's like this is like not American. This is this is like contrary. To to us as as people and as citizens of this country, just to allow people to tell us what to do, and you know, and and question things, but then not able to question them and be cut off, and just you know, it's like sitting at that red light and just letting the red light tell us what to do, and you know, I I'm just not like that. I'm just I'm just not like that. I'm sitting here looking at my. Uh, my little Reds, uh, Cincinnati Reds bobblehead here. He's bouncing up and down. Anyway, um, I, um, you know, I was thinking about uh, uh, the Super Bowl. I watched the Super Bowl this this last weekend, and I was rooting for. I was rooting for. Of course, I was rooting for the Eagles. I, you know, raised all my family right outside of uh, Philadelphia and Southern Jersey. Uh, gone to a lot of games. Um, and really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I went to the last uh, Super Bowl win and and the uh, and the uh, parade that followed that. The, you know, that following week or whatever, and that was that was craziness. So I was really hoping that they would uh, they would do it again. They're you know playing the Chiefs. Um, 
of course, it didn't turn out the way that I was hoping it was going to turn out. It's been a bad year for Philadelphia. They've lost, uh, what, three uh, titles, uh, soccer, the World Series, and now the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, and I guess some people in Philadelphia decided that was enough, and they went crazy and uh, started not really rioting, I guess, but just uh, as Philadelphia uh, uh Sports fans do they they get excited and uh, you know caused some issues afterward and did some destruction in Philadelphia. Um, you know what can you say? They're idiots. Um, but the, you know I thought the game was a it was a good game. Uh, Philadelphia had a chance to win that thing and they just they just allowed the Chiefs to stay in the game. Um, you know they gave up a fumble which turned into a touchdown. They also and even even the the Chiefs missed their field goal which would have been three points. So that would have been ten points um, that were given to them. And then they went in, they they went into halftime with you know basically uh, Mahomes being injured. Uh, he was playing on a, a bad ankle and and he and he had an accident and uh, tackled and twisted that. So he was going off at halftime with a kind of like a half uh, you know. Uh, working uh, ankle, I guess, but they, and we let them stay in the game, and that's it. And, and then we get down to the last minute and a half, and like one, two, one or two calls, a holding call, and things like that are supposed to make up the you know the difference in uh, the game and whether we win or lost or whatever. And it's just ridiculous. It's just you know I'm sad that they lost. Of course, I'm not going to lose sleep over it, you know, and because uh, I'm not going to be able to go to the parade anyway. So. Um, I didn't lose sleep over. It was a good game. I was disappointed, um, but I, I thought I thought all the you know arguments about the holding, which was a holding call actually. Uh, there was another catch and non-catch. There was a catch that was a catch that was a non-catch, and like trying to trying to figure out like what's a catch and what's not a catch in today's uh, game is almost virtually impossible uh, because it was virtually this. It was those two those two catches. One was a catch. The other one wasn't catch, but they were I, uh, completely they were they were absolutely identical in the way that the uh, receiver received the pass one was one was a catch one wasn't a catch and it's like what you can't figure it out anymore so you just kind of like go you just roll with the punches and and uh and that's what it is so um but you know what philly uh the eagles had a chance to win that game they should have won that game uh pretty handily and and what they did is they allowed the chiefs to stay in the game and you can't do that with Mahomes. You can't do that with Kelsey, and they they allowed him to stay in the game, and as a result, they lost that game by three points on a, on a field goal. I feel bad, but that's the way it is. Um, so um, I feel bad for you guys, for the Eagles, and for all the you know Philadelphia fans out there. But you know, hopefully next year we'll have another chance. Uh, the team stays uh, healthy and strong, and they come back and uh, you know have another great season like they did this year and uh, return to the Super Bowl next year and maybe you know n- maybe next year it what it, to me what it comes down to it comes down to who wants it more that's what it really comes down to. any of these games who who wants who wants the title more who wants this win more and i think that um you know Reed and and the and and the Chiefs wanted this Super Bowl more than what the Eagles did um, and they persevered, and they pulled it out. And uh, both teams are great teams. I, I happen to really like Andy Reid. You know, of course, I was there when he was coaching the Eagles for 13 years. So um, it was kind of a win-win for me. Uh, of course, I was rooting for the Eagles. I had my my jersey on and everything, and I was rooting for them. And everybody that I was, um, you know, enjoying the game with were rooting for the Eagles. But it didn't turn out the way we wanted it. And uh, you know, hopefully it'll be next year. 
Um, there was a lot of, um, you know, the halftime show with Rihanna. Um, I thought it was it was a good, it was an okay show. It wasn't, um, it wasn't spectacular. It's not something I'm going to remember. Um, I, you know, the whole stage was the whole, you know, the whole football field and you had you know her coming out of the sky on these platforms and two other platforms and and you had i don't know hundreds and hundreds of these people in these puffy white uh costumes or whatever they could i I thought they looked like to me they looked like little small little stay puff marshmallow men you know or you know like those little marshmallows you put in hot chocolate you know when you're out at your campfire and stuff you get the hot chocolate that's what they. I don't know what they were. I don't know what they were supposed to be. But um, uh, you know, it, that was. I guess that was interesting. There was just so many of them, and there was just so much going on. I didn't really, uh, couldn't really make out a lot of what she was singing. I know she sang like what thirteen of her songs and went through thirteen of her songs. Um, and um, I get, and that's good. But you know, at least it wasn't um, grotesque, and it wasn't you know there wasn't a bunch of nudity, there wasn't a bunch of satanic worshiping going on like there was at the Grammys. Um, so I count that as a plus with the uh, with the you know um, halftime show. So I don't know, give it a C plus or something like that. That's what I that's what I gave it. I mean, it wasn't something memorable. Um, I don't have anything against Rihanna. I'm, I don't listen to her music. Um, from from that performance, I didn't think she had a whole lot of range. I mean, when she had like six or seven uh, octaves or whatever that she, that, I just didn't see that she was, and maybe maybe it's because she was pregnant, maybe because she was like you know three hundred feet in the air on a platform. I don't know. It was that was kind of cool, but uh, you know it was an it was an okay. Uh, uh, okay, Ben. Even the um, a lot of the there wasn't even really any memorable. Um, uh, advertisements that I thought really made me really made me laugh. Uh, the only ones that made me think uh, were the, the ones that the, that uh, Christian group or that conservative group that that put the two ads, one in the first half and the other second half, uh, that like Jesus gets us. Um, I saw those two, and I, and, the, and the especially the second one. I remember the second one because it was black and white, and it had music behind it, and it had a, you know people who were angry and mad and fighting with each other and in, and and in each other's faces and things like that, and um, you know the voiceover and then. Uh, you know, talks about you know uh, he gets us, and then and then you see the you know, the word Jesus uh, pop up on the screen, and um, actually that was to me that was the most memorable one that that I could uh, that I that that I remember, uh, and um, I didn't think it was controversial at all, um, and then you know like uh, Monday or you know Monday or Tuesday, um, you know. Um, Cortez uh, AOC uh, tweets out that you know um, you know that you could you know Jesus wouldn't spend millions and millions of dollars to push some kind of fascist you know whatever and I'm going what in the world are you talking about uh, if if that's the message you got from those two ads um, Congresswoman. Uh, then you were you weren't watching the same game and you weren't watching the same advertisements that I was, and the only thing I can think of is you're just trying to create controversy out of nothing, and that's what I think it is. And you know, I guess following your 
you know, like I, I talked about on Monday, um, your Pentecostal, you know, um, preaching that you did on the House floor about Omar and about, you know, uh, you know, the Republicans hate women, they hate black women, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't get it. And um, I don't get a lot what goes on with Congress anymore because they're a bunch of, uh, to me, they're just a bunch of babbling buffoons. And um, I, um, and, and there's no work being done. So it's like, I don't even really pay attention to them. Um, you know, I want some answers to, to things. Um, and I hope that we get them with this new uh, slim majority that we have in the, in the House uh, with the Republicans. We'll see what happens and see if they're just a bunch of hot air like they've been in, in the past. And we'll get another two years of nothing getting done in the House. I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case, and I'm hoping these guys have some balls to do something about what's going on in this country and make some changes. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, All you can do is hope. And... Um, and then uh, we have another election in a couple of years with the with the president, and uh, another uh, another election with your House of Representatives and things like that. Well, you know, if you want to make some changes, let's get rid of the eighty year olds and the ninety year olds and the seventy six year olds, and let's start replacing them with some people that um, you know that are a little bit younger who uh, have some different ideas about uh, how the country should be run. Maybe they have a little bit more belief in the Constitution of the United States and really believe it and not wanting to tear it down. And uh, hopefully that'll be the case. You know, um, we're still on the Republican side. We still, you know, well, right now we only have, I guess, uh, Trump is, of course, he's uh, put his hat in the ring. Uh, Nikki Haley, I guess, just this last day or so uh, announced that she was. Um, I, I Personally, I like Nikki Haley. I like, you know, she did a great job in the, in the United Nations. And her uh, her position there as governor, she did a wonderful job. Um, kind of a boring. Um, uh, her announcement was kind of boring, and you know, I, I just if you're going to announce that you're going to run for you know president, announce you're running for president. Nobody needs to know that you're a woman. We look at you, and well, in today's world is kind of hard, but we look at you and say, yes, you're a female. So you don't need to tell me you're a woman. Uh, I already have that figured out, and. Uh, you know, just, you know, it's whatever's going to happen. Uh, you know, we know what's going to happen. Trump's going to start attacking everybody that is running for, running against him, just like he did last time. It, it worked last time, but I don't know if it'll work this time. Um, so far, we have him and, and uh, Nikki Haley, and I guess there's some other ones that are um, looking at it, and, and that field is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the, it, what it's going to be is just you're going to have uh, Donald Trump complaining and, and calling people names and, and trying to follow the same kind of um, you know plan and, and, and that he had w- that worked before. I don't know if that work, I don't know if it's going to work this time because people are not are, are tired of that. Um, I think we're past the name calling and all the BS that that went on before. And uh, what we want is uh, as Americans, it was want, we want change. We want things done correctly, and we really do need people who are serious about uh, changing this country um, and getting back to uh, values and uh, principles and standards that we have gotten away from. We've gotten away from truth. We've gotten away. <laughs> We've gotten away. We've gotten way out of the way and moved way too far to the left. 
um, with our current administration, and um, you know it needs to be it needs to be reversed, at least stopped, and kind of reversed a little bit. We need to kind of get back to that um, that middle of the road, that little bit liberalism and little bit of you know right, and kind of like that middle of the road. That's where our country seems to work the best and get along the best, and more uh, uh, progress is made. Uh, when we're not too far to the right and crazy right, or we're not too far to the left, which which is where we are right now, and I think most Americans agree. Um, you look at um, you know polls, the same. We you know the majority of Americans think that we're again moving in the wrong direction, and um, I just wish that these uh, people would uh, you know pay attention to those things because that's that's the American people. Those are the people going to vote. And they're going to vote your ass out if you don't uh, start listening to them. And I hope they do, you know, and we get some fresh blood in there. So um, it should be an interesting time. It should be an interesting, um, you know, election coming up, um, maybe humorous, fun, <laughs> whatever. I just hope we get some serious people in there who can make some serious changes. Um, if you haven't been aware, you know, we've uh, – we've, uh, We've had some UFOs, I guess, uh, appearing in the sky, and uh, after the, after the Chinese, uh, you know, uh, quote unquote, at, at, as, what is that atmospheric um, uh, test balloon that the China said that that the balloon was, it was basically a spy a surveillance uh, balloon, and that and it you know traversed the whole country for about a week before uh, Biden decided to you know shoot it down. And shot it down over, you know, uh, you know, over the over the water. So I guess it wouldn't hurt anybody. Um, but um, I guess now anything that's flying in the sky now is free game. And now we have, you know, all of our military and, the, and their jets going around and doing their sidewinders and shooting anything out of the sky that moves. Basically, now we're shooting at, we're shooting things out of the sky that we don't even know what the what the hell they are, and we can't say what they are. Um, um, you know, I know some people, you know, are into the whole UFO thing. I'm not really a UFO fan. Um, not enough evidence for me. Um, and we don't even know what these things are. And we've got now we've got a trigger happy president that is embarrassed about letting this this balloon, you know, uh, go anywhere in the United States and surveil our, you know, our silos and our all of our military installations. And now he's just like shooting anything down now. It's like. You know, I can't allow anything to happen. I can't allow anybody to, I can't, you know, don't let your kid, you know how you, I know when I was a kid, you had to, your parents bought you the old, uh, the airplane that you had to put together that were, uh, that was made out of that soft, uh, real light wood, balsa wood, or get, I guess that's balsa wood, and you put it together, you fly it. You know, I, you can't even fly one of those now, or, you know, I think Biden and the military will shoot it down. So watch out for your drones. Don't, don't, don't any fly under your drones and don't get them too high. Or they might shoot them down. Um, just be careful, you know. Uh, you just never know with this guy. And, um, <laughs> I, you know, who knows what, what is happening in our, in our White House um, in, in this administration. I just, I really don't know. And uh, it, to me, it's just like, it's a shit show. Uh, you know, every time you, you listen to the news, it's something more incredibly stupid that's going on. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just kind of, the next two years has got to be just, Hold on to your hats and hold on to your butts because we're going to continue to see uh, 
just uh, incompetence uh, in greater degree, especially as, as President Biden continues to erode and his cognitive ability continues to, to erode as well. And, uh, you know, we'll see. And of course, the, everybody will prop him up like a, like a little puppet and uh, tell him he's the greatest thing in the world. And, uh, and um, so let's, let's uh, pray that, uh, that uh, common sense, which is what I talked about at the beginning of this thing, let's just have some common sense. Let's all think. Let's all put uh, two and two together. Yes, two and two does equal four still, to my knowledge. Um, and let's, uh, let's all have common sense. Let's think things through. Let's look at facts and data um, and pay attention to those things. And, um, you know, hopefully we bring the media under control a little bit more. We bring free speech back, uh, to where it's supposed to be. Uh, the, the process of being able to have discussions, arguments, uh, debate over, uh, topics and things, which is a great thing in this country, which has been taken away from us for the last couple of years and uh, freedom, freedom of, of expression, um, which is just, you know, just is, is so much needed uh, today. And this is where this is where I believe change is, is made, um, where we really kind of come to an understanding of what is true and what's not true, what's information, what's misinformation or disinformation. And um, you know, I hope that we get that back, and I, I really do. I think, um, you know, I think uh, corporations really need to, need to kind of look at themselves. Uh, the uh, media needs to look at themselves. Social media really needs to look at themselves and and stop all this crap and just um, in this ridiculousness that we are living in right now, and allow people to express their feelings. Um, if you don't like what I say, you don't, you don't have to listen to my podcast. You don't have to read my, you don't have to read my Facebook post. You don't have to read my Twitter, uh, account. That's fine. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I want you to listen to my podcast, of course, but you have to, you have to have people feel free to be able to express their points of view and, uh, and disagree. And I, I know that people are going to disagree, uh, with me and that's fine. Uh, but let's have a conversation about it. Uh, maybe you can convince me. Maybe I convince you. We both move a little bit to the right or to the left. And guess what? We, if we do that, then we're moving a little bit more to the center where this country operates better in the first place. So, um, listen, you know, that's all I got today. Um, thanks for, you know, it, you know, that's all I got for the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, I put all these up on my website at uh, robscottpodcast.com. If you got any comments, uh, reach out to me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. That's my email address. Um, send, me some, send me some questions. Um, I think you'll like my site. It's got some articles in there. It's got all, of course, it's got all my episodes uh, up there as well. And um, again, thanks for listening. Um, tell your friends about it. Uh, give me five stars. And that's all I got today. Woo!